Welcome to the Hot Topic Bold Talk Podcast. Dr. Jacqueline is opening a forum for us to discuss opinions on the topics currently trending today. She's also going to share her experience with unique and diverse books that will encourage us all to think differently about the world and change our lives for the better. Together, we cover hot topics and get into the nitty gritty of how they affect our lives. All in the friendly and engaging tone so that you feel comfortable listening, even if it's not your favorite topic. This podcast is the perfect blend of knowledge and fun. We discuss everything and anything that matters today. Don't settle for the same old stuff. Get in on the conversation. Hello, this is Dr. Jacqueline uh, from DTP Leadership Group. And this is podcast 32. How is it that outstanding women get more criticism and they have to fight more to be appreciated? Well, this podcast is going to tell you what it takes to be an amazing woman and live fully through the challenges. Now, I want to introduce it in the uh, the podcast in this way. It has always amazed me, and I've often felt disturbed at the same time how women who accomplish so much and meet the challenges of a patriarchal society that want to hold them back excel. Anyway, they usually have many articles that are written about them, and they are always scrutinized to to the nth degree. It does not matter what they have accomplished, overcome, or their contributions. Groups choose to analyze what they think these women don't do right. I continue to believe that these women are perceived as a threat to men and women who cannot appreciate them. These successful women go on by feeling their pain and disappointment and work through their feelings. Every one of these women have gone way beyond their critics. So this podcast has seven women that need to be presented. One thing they all have in common is they were the first to hold a specific office as a woman or a person of color. The women to be included in this podcast are Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Janet Reno, Madeline Albright, Nancy Pelosi, Hillary Clinton, Carmela Harris, and Liz Cheney. Yes, I could include many more present-day women who are outstanding. I will continue to offer a few more podcasts to educate us all about the women in the United States and from other countries in the world. I want to start with Janet Reno. On March 12, 1993, nominated by President Bill Clinton, Janet Reno was sworn in as the first female Attorney General of the United States. Wikipedia says the, uh, uh, gives us these statements about her. Janet Wood Reno was an American lawyer who served as the 78th United States Attorney General. She held the position from 1993 to 2001, making her the second longest serving Attorney General behind 
only William Wirt. To summarize what I learned about her from several resources, she was born in Miami, Florida, attended Cornell University, where she earned a degree in chemistry before going on to attend Harvard Law School. After graduating from law school, she worked in private practice before being appointed as a staff attorney for the Judiciary Committee of the Florida House of Representatives in 1971. In 1973, Reno was appointed as a state attorney for Miami-Dade uh, County, becoming the first woman to serve as a state attorney in Florida. She held this position until 1993 when President Clinton nominated her to serve as the Attorney General of the United States. As the Attorney General, Reno oversaw the Department of Justice and was responsible for enforcing federal laws and prosecuting federal crimes. She was in charge of numerous high-profile cases, including the investigation into the 1993 bombing of the World Trade Center, the uh, Branch uh, Davidian standoff in Waco, Texas, and the investigation into President Clinton's involvement in the Whitewater scandal. In the Waco case, she knew the children were being abused and supported troops storming the compound. Reno publicly expressed her regret for the decision and accepted full responsibility for the loss of life. Other actions she took to lead to the capture and conviction of the Unabomber. She also uh, led to the capture and conviction of Timothy McVeigh and Terry Nichols for the Oklahoma City bombing and has a long list of others that she captured and convicted uh, in Wikipedia. In 1994, Reno tasked the Justice Department with a compelling report on DNA and the fact that some of the cases they had needed to use DNA. Now, the science was still new at that point in time. However, she had reviewed a death row case, and that resulting report concluded there was a strong possibility that many more wrongful convictions that could be cleared with DNA evidence existed. Reno changed policies on how to interview eyewitnesses and laboratory protocols in response to what she learned. Rena was known for her commitment to civil rights and her efforts to improve relations between law enforcement and minority communities. She also advocated for the use of community policing and was a vocal opponent of police brutality. After leaving office in 2001, Reno returned to private practice and continued to be involved in public service, working on issues such as voting rights and criminal justice reform. She passed away in 2016 at the age of 78. Upon her death, President Barack Obama praised Reno for her intellect, integrity, and fierce commitment to justice. And President Clinton released a statement thanking Reno for her service, counsel, and friendship. The next person I want to talk about is a fabulous woman, Madeleine Albright. 
Bill Clinton also nominated Madeleine Albright, and she was sworn in as the nation's first female Secretary of State on January 23, 1997. The New York Times on March 3, 2023, gave these facts about Madeleine Albright. Enveloped with a veil of family secrets hidden from her for most of her life, Miss Albright rose to power and fame as a brilliant analyst of world affairs and a White House counselor on national security. Under President Bill Clinton, she became the country's representative to the United Nations from 1993 to 97 and the Secretary of State from 1997 to 2001, making her the highest ranking woman in the history of American government at that time. It is not until after she became Secretary of State that she accepted proof that she had often suspected her, that her ethnic and religious background was not what she had been thought had been uh, taught. She learned that her family was Jewish and that her parents had protectively converted to Roman Catholicism during World War II, raising their children as Catholics without telling them of their Jewish heritage. She also discovered that 26 family members, including three grandparents, had been murdered in the Holocaust, with her father, a diplomat, probably facing execution. The families, obviously from a Europe, uh, on, Europe on the brink of World War II to safety in America, took 10 years and two different escapes to London. Albright earned a degree in political science from Wellesley College in 1959 and a PhD in public law and government from Columbia University in 1975. Before serving as the Secretary of State, she served as the U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations from 1993 to 1997. In her role as Secretary of State, Albright played a major role in foreign affairs, traveling extensively to meet foreign leaders and negotiate agreements. She played a key role in negotiating the Dayton Accords, which ended the Bosnian War in 1995, and helped to broker a peace agreement between Israel and the Palestinian Authority in 1998. As President Clinton's top diplomat during relatively peaceful years, Albright also dealt with conflicts in Kosovo, Haiti, Northern Ireland, and the Middle East. She promoted the ex uh, expansion of NATO into the former Soviet bloc nations of Eastern Europe and defended uh, a continued economic sanctions against Iraq. A crisis on Albright's uh, watch developed in late 1997 and early 1998. Iraq President Saddam Hussein blocked the access of the United Nations uh, inspectors to the sites where the Iraq uh, chemical and biological warfare of massive destruction were believed to be hidden. This was a violation of the, uh, the Security Council. What President Clinton and Albright decided is that they were ready to take any kind of action to prevent what was happening. And so Albright, publicly warned Hussein 
reverse course or face the consequences. In an 11th hour move, the United Nations Secretary General carried the final terms drawn up by Albright, flew to Baghdad, and secured the uh, Iraqi leaders' agreement to restore unrestricted access to the site by UN um, weapons inspectors and uh, diplomatic uh, chaperones. Now, in uh, December of 1998, the United States and, and Britain bombed sc scores of Iraqi military targets and research installations to degrade uh, Iraq's ability to ma manufacture weapons of mass destruction. She championed NATO's bombing in Kosovo that halted attacks on ethnic Albanians by Yugoslavian forces in 1999. Was, Albright was always known for her advocacy for women's rights to promote democracy and human rights around the world. And she's been uh, awarded numerous uh, honors for her work, including the President's Medical of, Fre uh, Medal, Medal of Freedom in 2012. After leaving office, Albright continued to be involved in public service, serving as a professor at Georgetown University and founding the Albright Stonebridge Group, a global consulting firm. She has also authored several books on foreign policy and democracy. She is widely respected for her democratic skills and her diplomatic skills and her commitment to promoting peace and security in the world. The next person is Nancy Pelosi. U.S. Representative Nancy Pelosi, who was a Democrat from California, became the first female Speaker of the House on January 4, 2007. In 2019, she reclaimed the title, becoming the first lawmaker to hold the office two times in more than 50 years and was second in line to the presidency. She stepped down from the leadership role in 2022. She's been a member of the House of Representatives since 1987. She was the chief um, person who uh, developed the legislation that is so powerful, the Affordable Care Act and also the American uh, Rescue Plan. In her congressional bi biography, this life-saving uh, legislation turned the tide of, of the pandemic, getting uh, vaccines into hundreds of millions of Americans' arms, delivering direct assistance to families in need, creating millions of new jobs, supporting teachers, police officers, firefighters, transit workers, and other frontline heroes, and returning children safely to school. As Speaker Pelosi also engineered House uh, passages of the Bipartisan Infrastructure Investment and Jobs uh, Act, which has strengthened uh, and roads, bridges, ports, waterways, and uh, broadband access in communities around the country while rebuilding America's middle class. Her leadership led to ha uh, the House passing the Build Back Better Act that paved the way for the enactment of the Inflation Reduction Act, which brought down the cost of prescription drugs, lowered healthcare premiums, and delivered the most consequential uh, climate action in human history and paid down the federal de uh, deficit. 
Pelosi was a key negotiator in assembling the Bipartisan uh, Chips and Science Act. And she has always continued to fight for people, working to lower costs, increase pay check, uh, checks, and create jobs for American families. She has other major uh, legislation, such as the Dodd-Frank Wall Street Reform, Consumer Practice Act, and the American Recovery and Reinvestment Act. And for decades, she has been a powerful voice for human rights around the world. She was the, uh, the first House Speaker and the highest ranking uh, U.S. official to travel in 2022 to Taiwan and to give a statement about America's unwavering support for people of Taiwan. She succeeded in helping President Obama to pass the Iran a nuclear agreement by de uh, defeating uh, re Republicans' efforts to stop this landmark policy. Nancy Pelosi has been a leader in the fight for full equality. She has spearheaded the repeal of the don't ask, don't tell, so that all gays and lesbians can serve their country openly. And she has passed the uh, Matthew Shepard and James Byrd Hate Crimes Acts. So the many actions she has taken has led her to being an outstanding uh, if an effective leader. Unfortunately, these actions were then creating a dreadful family uh, system, uh, situation for her because the mega Republicans had put out streams of lies which had distorted distort what she had done and created a hate campaign that on March 23rd, 23, uh, 2023, a man broke into her San Francisco home and attacked her husband, Paul, with a hammer. Of course, suspect was arrested and the case is still continuing. The next uh, woman I want to talk about is Hillary Rodman uh, Clinton. Hillary Clinton became the first woman to receive a presidential nomination from a major political party on July 26, 2016. During her speech at the Democratic National Convention, she said, standing here as my mother's daughter and my daughter's mother, I am so happy this day has finally come. She has had a long, distinguished career in public service and politics and her significant accomplishments as a professional are numerous. Here are some of her major accomplishments. She was the First Lady of the United States, 1993 to 2001. As the First Lady, Clinton played an active role in policy development, particularly in the areas of healthcare reform and children's rights. She played a key role in the creation of the CHIP program, which provides health insurance to millions of children from low-income families. As a United States Senator, Clinton worked to expand ex access to health care and education, increase funding for the military, and support uh, women's rights. During her time as Senator, she played a key role in securing federal funding for the recovery efforts after the September 11th attacks. 
she was the United States um, sec uh, Secretary of State. And in that position, she had a significant contributions to negotiating a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas, leading the international response to the Arab Spring and negotiating the new START Arms Control Treaty with Russia. She made it a priority to promote international women's health and rights, including access to family planning and reproduction health services. Throughout her career, Clinton has been a vocal advocate for women's rights and gender equality, both in the United States and around the world. And as a presidential candidate, Clinton was the first woman, of course, to win that nomination. She ran on a platform for uh, emphasizing healthcare reform and economic growth and national security. She's been, she's written several books, including her memoir, Living History, and has written a current one, which I'll mention in a moment, and has sought, and is a sought after speaker on topics such as women's rights, foreign policy, and leadership. Overall, Clinton's significant accomplishments as a professional reflect her commitment to public service and her tireless efforts to improve the lives of Americans and people in the world. Due to her being a prominent political figure for several decades, she certainly has faced criticism from many quarters. Here are a few of the uh, criticisms that have been le uh, leveled against her. Clinton was criticized heavily for her use of the private uh, email server during her time as Secretary of State, which some claim was a violation of government regulations and security protocol. The, uh, the Benghazi attack uh, in Libya in 2012, during her in, uh, tenure as Secretary of State, she faced a lot of criticism for the way she handled that. And then she also faced criticism from progressives for her tie to Wall Street in the financial industry, including her paid uh, speeches to Wall Street firms and her support for policies favored by uh, the industry. Different resources show that not all of these crit criticisms of Clinton are well-founded or fair, and that opinions on her performance as a politician are divided along political lines. When we look at the criticism, we need to consider present-day discovery of a number of politicians that have used private email. Charges were never brought against Clinton, and unfortunately, use of the emails situation was one of the single most covered topics during the 2016 presidential election. It is too bad that we did not realize the destructive process that Trump established during his campaign of using information about an opponent or party member to attack them to get what he wanted. Look at the massive submissiveness of many Republicans that have refused to publicly denounce the horrific actions that Trump has taken and continues to take since they fear his retribution. I've had many Republicans tell me that they are disgusted with themselves that they ever voted for Trump and thought Clinton was a sure thing to be president of the United States. These individuals did not realize that a president can win by the Electoral College and not win the popular vote. Of course, Clinton had 3 million more votes than Trump in 2016. Hillary Clinton writes, uh, 
writes about the following that you will read in Wikipedia. Following her loss, she wrote her third memoir, What Happened, and launched on, Onward to, uh, Together, a political action organization dedicated to fundraising for progressive political groups. Since February 2023, she served on the faculty of the School of International and Public Affairs at Columbia University. My next uh, woman is um, Kamala uh, Diva Harris. Kamala Harris was selected by George Biden to be his running mate at the Democratic Convention in 2020. The ticket went on to defeat the incumbent president and vice president, uh, Trump and um, uh, Pence in the 2020 election. Harris and Biden were inaugurated in January 20, uh, 2021. She is the first female pres vice president and the highest ranking female official in U.S. history, as well as the first African-American and first Asian-American vice president. As a member of the Democratic Party, she previously served as the Attorney General of California from 2011 to 2017, and as the U.S. Senator representing California from 2017 to 2021. Um, Carmel Harris has had a long, distinguished career in public office with significant accomplishments. Let me list some of those. She was the U.S. Senator, as I've mentioned, and she she advocated for health care reform, criminal justice reform, and women's rights. She also served on several committees, including the Committee on Homeland Security and Government Affairs, the Committee on Judicial, and the Committee on Budget. As the California Attorney General, she uh, focused on issues such as consumer protection, environmental protection, and combating human trafficking. And of course, she was the first uh, woman to become vice president. Uh, Harris has been a leading advocate for criminal justice reform, supporting measures such as ending cash uh, bail, le uh, legalizing marijuana, and reducing mandatory uh, minimum sentences. She is a vocal supporter of immigration reform, including a pathway to citizenship for undocumented immigrants and protecting the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, DACA program. Harris opposes efforts to restrict access to voting and supports measures to expand access to ballots. Harris is a powerful advocate for women's rights and gender equality, including reproductive rights and pay equity. Now, yes, she has been criticized. I think it's amazing how women get such massive criticism when there's so many other things that men do uh, that they, they're ignored. As a prosecutor and attorney general in, Her in California, Harris was known for being tough on crime. Some critics have argued that this approach disproportionately affected uh, people of color and contributed to the state's massive incarceration problem. Republicans criticized her for the handling of the border crisis. Some progressives criticized her uh, ties to corporate interests, um, particularly in her role as attorney general. 
she and Elizabeth Warren have uh, have supported many uh, policies uh, and 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 uh, laws together. Warren has criticized Harris on her criminal justice reform, and she's also tended to focus on her when she was a, a prosecutor in California. Warren still thinks that she did not um, hold police officers accountable for misconduct and racial disparities in the criminal justice department. But the reality is that they, of all the issues that they've had, they've always stuck together to try to do very specific things. It is worth noting that not all uh, criticisms of Harris are valid or well-founded, and that opinions like with Clinton uh, are divided along, part, along party lines. Republicans seem to not be able to run on their own merit and a clear platform since they continue to attack Harris as a way to fight against the Biden-Harris uh, ticket for 2024. This is the same tactic they use to keep attacking Biden about his age. We need to all remember that ageism is alive and well in the United States, and it's time to face the fact that all people develop different over time. Despite the occasional differences between Warren and Harris, they work together, and we see this in legislation related to the COVID-19 pandemic and economic relief for families. Since taking office as vice president, Harris has taken on a number of high-profile roles including leading the administration's efforts to address the root causes of migration from Central America, overseeing the COVID-19 re response, and serving as the tie-breaking vote in the Senate. The next woman I want to talk about is Elizabeth Lynn Cheney. She served as the United States Representative for Wyoming at large congressional district from 2017 to 2023. She chaired the House Republican uh, Conference, the third highest position in the House Republican leadership from 2019 to 2021. She currently serves as a professor of practice at the University of Virginia's Center for Politics. She is the elder daughter of the former Vice President Dick Cheney and Second Lady Lynn Cheney. She's held many positions in the U.S. State Department, and particularly during the time of George W. Bush administration, notably as the Deputy Assistant Secretary of State for Near Eastern Affairs and Coordinator for Broader uh, Middle East and North African Initiatives. She promoted regime changes in Iran while chairing the uh, Iran-Syria uh, Policy and Operations Group with Elliot Abrams. In 2009, Cheney and Bill Kristol founded Keep America Safe, a nonprofit organization concerned with national security. She was the candidate for a 2024 election to U.S. Senate in Wyoming, then withdrew from that race. In the House of Representatives, she held the seat her father held from 1979 to 1989. Cheney is a neoconservative known for her focus on national security, support for the U.S. military, a pro-business stance, hawkish on foreign policy views, and physical and social conservatism. 
She is considered one of the leaders of the Republican Party's neoconservative wing and was crit critical of the foreign policy of Donald Trump. However, she did vote to support some of his uh, agenda. She certainly has changed her position as of today, as of, you know, current events that occurred from 2021 to 2022. Cheney supported the second impeachment of Donald Trump for his actions on 2021 of the storming of the U.S. Um, Capitol because of her stance on the Capitol, her impeachment vote and opposition to Trump's false uh, a stolen election narrative, pro-Trump Freedom Caucus members of the House of Republican Conference attempted to remove her. The first one failed and the second one succeeded because uh, the minority leader at the time was Kevin uh, McCarthy. She supports the effort, she has, uh, and he supported the efforts to remove her. In July of 2021, Speaker Nancy Pelosi appointed Cheney to the House Select Committee on the January 6th attack. Two months later, she was made vice chair of the committee. As a consequence of serving on the committee, Cheney's membership in the Wyoming Republican Party was revoked in November 2021. Then in August of 2022, Cheney lost renomination re in Wyoming's Republican primary. Cheney has said in a number of resources that she tends to be the leader, one of the leaders in a fight to help to restore her party and that she may be interested in a presidential run. Her statements in uh, through the committee led her to being very clear with everyone that she was clear about the big lie that Trump had uh, told about the 2020 election being stolen. She has emphasized the need to hold all people responsible that were a part of the insurrection. And many of Trump's uh, administrative uh, people, as well as members of Congress and um, social media were um, subpoenaed to testify. As we know, the committee is finished, but now the Justice Department has taken over the responsibility of looking at all the things that did happen. Cheney stands on her principles and her knowledge and experience as a Republican politician who refused to be intimidated by Trump. And the last woman that I'm going to talk about is Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Ruth Bader Ginsburg was an American jurist who served as an associate justice of the Supreme Court of the United States from 1993 until her death in 2020. She was born on March 15, 1933 in Brooklyn, New York and grew up in a working class Jewish family. Ginsburg was a trailblazer razor, for women's rights, and she spent much of her legal career fighting for gender equity. After graduating from Harvard Law School in 1959, she struggled to find a job in a male-dominated legal profession, and she faced discrimination and gender bias throughout her career. In the 1970s, Ginsburg began to focus her legal work on gender discrimination cases, and she confronted the women's, she, she co-founded 
the Women's Rights Project at the American Civil Liberties Union because she wanted to confront continually gender discrimination. Through this work, she helped to establish many important legal precedents that expanded women's rights and protect uh, women under the law. Ginsburg's legal work and her role as Supreme Court Justice had a significant impact on American society. During her tenure on the Supreme Court, she was a vocal advocate for women's rights, LGBTQ plus rights, and civil rights more broadly. She authored many important opinions and dissents. And you may find many of those to be very interesting since they're all provided in Wikipedia. And her, uh, the, the majority opinion, which he's famous for, is in the United States versus Virginia, which struck down the Virginia Military Institute's male-only admissions policy. And her famous dissent is in Shelby uh, County versus Holder, which struck down key provisions of the Voting Rights Act. How people uh, spoke about uh, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg after her death speaks volumes. Chief Justice John Roberts said in his statement that our nation has lost a jurist of historic stature. Justice Roberts' quote came from an article about uh, Ruth Gator uh, Ginsburg helped shape the modern era of women's rights, even before she went to the Supreme Court. It was written by Jonathan Eaton, a professor uh, emeritus of law and um, adjunct, adjunct professor of political science at Case Western uh, University. He was a law clerk for Justice Ginsburg in 1981 to 1982 when she was a judge on the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit. And here are the comments from his article. Even before her appointment, she had reshaped American law. When, she, when he nominated Ginsburg to the Supreme Court, President Bill Clinton compared her legal work on behalf of women to the Epgall work of uh, Thurgood Marshall on behalf of African Americans. The comparison was entirely appropriate as Marshall oversaw the legal strategies that culminated in Brown versus or education, the 1954 case that outlawed um, segregated schools Ginsburg coordinated a similar effort against sex discrimination. Decades before she joined the court, Ginsburg's work as an attorney in 1970s fundamentally changed the Supreme Court's approach to women's rights and the fundamental skepticism about sex-based policies stems in no way from her lawyering. Ginsburg's work helped to change the way we all think about women and men for that matter. In the Time Magazine, the article, Ruth Ginsburg lost her battle to save voting rights. Here's how we can take up the fight and honor her legacy by Joyce Vance, which was published on September 21st. This message to us is the following.
The measure of how much each vote, each vote matters is that there are people who try to prevent us from casting ballots. Let me repeat that again. The measure of how much each vote matters is that there are people who try to prevent us from casting our ballots. We need a steadfast commitment to guaranteeing the rights to vote for all Americans, no matter who they vote for. And a new Voting Rights Act would honor Ginsburg's legacy. She would want us to keep up the umbrella open. Now, each one of these women were and are brilliant with common sense, fierce dedication to fairness and equality, and boundless courage in the face of adversity. So it's time to stand up for the rights of every woman in our country and to continue to counter the lies told about them with factual data from a number of resources that are provided in this podcast. As people of the United States, we need to be very clear that our democracy is still being threatened. These women stood and stand against the erosion of our democracy and stand for respect for all human beings. Please share my podcast with as many friends as you can. There are many things these women are that we all need to include in our repertoire of behaviors and actions. Thank you for listening to the Hot Topic Bold Talk podcast. Now remember to get in on the conversation, head on over to patreon.com slash Dr. Jacqueline. Bye for now. Thank you.